Hey, this is Eric Feigl. Welcome back to another Fitness Canner podcast. I am in the bedroom of my dad's house, and we're, we just got done working out, and uh, we decided to do a quick podcast because um, over the past you know several months or years, uh, dad has been doing like some different uh, weight training exercises and just trying to leave leave a better, healthier life you know, as he gets into his mid fifties and he's very active and he just wants to maintain that lifestyle. And so the last podcast we did, we, we talked a little bit about what he was doing then and he's kind of changed his approach because he was of the mindset that he just wanted to go, 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 do, do, do. The more he did, the better it was. And uh, he finally took a little bit of my advice and <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of my advice that, that the intensity is, is, uh, is the answer and during the workout, and that's when you send your body the signal, you let it rest, recover, and then you repeat. But recently, he started doing uh, this program called the Fit Father Project, which was founded by Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and uh, he could tell you a little bit more about that, but it, it sounds like a very uh, level-headed, thought-out process to strength training and exercise, and I wanted just to uh, share a little bit of that because even though it's a Fit Father Project, I think everybody could benefit from it because it's just... it's sound principles that keep you safe and keep you active so anyway dad thanks for joining the show again <laughs> thanks for having me so tell us a little bit about um the fit father project and how you found it well i like a lot of people um <clears throat> exercise but um on and off for years haven't really done a program i've tried to make my own things up my own programs up my own uh, different sets of exercises and and then not recording them. And I think it's important, I find out, to record what you do. Um, but I, I basically Googled um, exercises for men over 50 because as my body changes, um, you know, your flexibility changes, your joints, you have inf- some inflammation just from aging. And, and so, different, you know, different exercises I used to be able to do is really hard for me to do anymore. So I started Googling that, and I came across several different ones, but the Fit Father Project um, really uh, touched base with me because it's basically for men over 40s uh, and into their 50s and 60s. And um, the guy um, uh, really seemed sincere about why he started the project, which was uh, uh, he watched his dad with brain cancer deteriorate with his health, and he he thought a lot of it was due to his his dad's lifestyle, which was not very healthy. So... um, Basically, that's how I got started in this program, was just Googling for uh, exercises for men over 50. So tell us a little bit more about the meat and potatoes of it, because it's not just about, here's the program and, and off you go. No, right? it, it's, it covers um, emotionally, physically, spiritually, a lot of different aspects of your life. Um, you, you start out, it's, I think it was $97 for the first 30 days, and I started getting hesitant about it, because then after that, the, the, the 60 to 90 day um, is another like 127. But when I started um, putting a dollar, it's hard to put a dollar value to your health. I mean, right. yeah. um, so that's really nothing. That's a couple meals out at a decent restaurant, you know, yeah. where you can eat crappy food for that much. But um, you basically down, you start off and you download a meal plan and an exercise plan. And right now, with the first 30 days is you work out three days a week. Um, which are two of the exercises is kettlebell exercises, which is a push-pull, push-pull type type of a thing. It's five exercises. 
which you start out with one rep, go to two, up to ten, then back down that way. Yeah, like a little circuit kind circuit of thing, right? Thing. You do that twice a week, and then you do a, a full body workout, which is um, dumbbell uh, incline press, uh, uh, kettlebell squat, um, deadlift, and uh, pull-ups. Pull-down, yeah. Yeah, or lat pull-downs is what I do, and then uh, you, you end with a superset of uh, straight bar curls and uh, headbangers. So you do that, and... You have a, a meal plan, which I don't. I haven't really followed the meal plan. It's great. I looked at it, but um, not being, I, I guess, boastful or Mr. Noah, but I know how to eat healthy. It's real simple. And, it's uh, hard to do, though. It, it's very hard to do, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's simple to. The, I mean, the process is not difficult, but you know, getting it together is hard. Yes, but I mean, nowadays there, the information is out there how to eat healthy. It's lean mean, lean meat, yeah. vegetables, and fruit. I mean, stay away from the processed stuff. But you have a, a daily. You have a um, print, you know, I printed out a bunch of different things, which was the meal plans. I printed out the exercise plans, and it has a daily thing in the morning. It's called the gratitude of attitude. You, you, you write down three things you're thankful for that day, three goals you have in mind that day, and then your meals. You write down the meals you're going to have for that day ahead of time in the morning so you know uh, nothing's a surprise, which planning, and you've taught me that, Eric, that it's so easy. Prep, if man. you plan your meals out and prep for the week, yeah. it, it's, it simplifies everything. Otherwise, it just becomes a guess game. What are we going to do for dinner? What are we going to do for lunch? What's for breakfast? Yeah. And then it's just the easiest thing, which is usually garbage. Which is garbage, yeah. But that, And then at the end of the day, um, you write down three wins that you, you know, it could be anything, work-related, you know, spiritual-related, church-related, uh, a relationship, anything that you felt like you had a win that day. And then three things, again, that you were grateful for that day at the end of the at the end of the day, so it encompasses, uh, you know, everything that a human goes through um, throughout a day. So describe what the differences are between what you're doing now and what you were doing before you found uh, Fit Fathers. Well, I guess I started doing the things right probably. I don't know a year about a year ago. You and I, yeah. I, I did a podcast around was, that podcast. Time, I was yeah. all over the map. I was doing. Uh, I don't know how many push-ups a day I was doing. I was doing probably 200 push-ups a day. Right. And, and I wasn't, but I wasn't growing. You know, I, every time I, I remember telling this on a podcast, I go to the bathroom at work. I drink a lot, you know, a gallon and a half of water a day. Yeah. I go to the bathroom a lot. Every time I go to the bathroom, <laughs> I do 15 or 20 push-ups. Yeah. Every day, all day at home, I was constantly doing push-ups. Yeah. That's... And then I was doing um, just exercises that didn't make any sense uh, together. You know, I might yep. do an upper body of all push one day, and then the next day you all pull. But for the research and through talking to you, you use every body muscle every day. Yeah. So that's how you should exercise is full body. Yeah. Uh, when but you do that. For most people, that's that's pretty sound. You know, unless you have everything dialed in. Because like right now, for my own program, uh, except for this weekend, because I've been in Asheville, but. I've been doing like a push one day. I'll push upper body. I'll push lower body. Or sorry, I'll push upper body on Monday. I'll pull for Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm off. And then the next day, I go uh, uh, legs. And then my Friday is full body. So I kind of hit those upper. So it just depends on how you match. Yeah, but but again, what you were doing was like you said, it was all about yes, the volume. Mm -hmm. You were putting the more you did. The, the better it had to I be, right? Zero rest. rest. You're kind of overdeveloping your pecs, which we yes. kind of <laughs> talked about um, yesterday when I was doing some mobility work on you. I just touched your shoulders, and I thought you were going to cry. Yeah, a little tension. But uh, but now you're. It's more structured. It's achievable. 
right? And the workouts don't take forever. Like you're not spending no. your entire time in the, the gym. The first night, the kettlebell routine, which is, it's an ass kicker. It's I brutal, mean, yeah. It looks rough. Never, it's uh, terrible. It's the hardest thing I've ever been through in one hour. I got to the point where I couldn't do a push-up. I mean, but I finished the, I finished the routine, um, but I had, to, I had to take a break. I had to take a couple minutes at one time before I could do one push-up. <laughs> My granddaughter just busting the door there. We're Hold hiding in the second, Ellie. Because the wild bunch is here. So... But um, where was I at? I lost my train of thought. It's all about the about the end of the kettlebell workout. Oh, the kettlebell workout. Um, but that's a that's a, a very difficult routine I was doing. But it's in, it's out, it's all it's laid out. out. Everything's yeah. laid out for you. It's yeah. just like your meal plan. Yeah. Just like a meal plan. And I tell people this. This is why when I talk to you about um, being structured and having something to do, if somebody goes into a gym, and I, this is why I think people fail a lot, is because time. if people walk into yep. a gym and they wander around and you have all these yep. different machines, all these cardio machines, and that's why cardio gets used a lot, I think. One reason is because, well, number one, it's over-preached, I think, in the fitness community that we have to have so much cardio when you don't. But also, when you go, it's the easiest thing to do. Is cardio. You go in, oh, I guess walk I'll just walk 15, yeah. 20 minutes on the treadmill, and I'll go in, I'll do some bicep, I'll do some bicep curls, uh, maybe some crunches, then I'm done. There's all these different kind of contraptions there with nobody to guide you, but if you have everything laid out, you find a good resource like you have, uh, and it's laid out for you, you go in and you just put your mind to what you have to do for that 30 minutes to, to an hour, you're in, you're out, and you're yeah, done. I know, I know my routine for the next three weeks. That's huge. I don't have to think about anything. And, I know people who, who hate that, who go in and they, they're very tuned into their body. They know what they need to do. That's fine. For very most people, people very <laughs> super yeah. few. Like even for myself, I don't like that. Like even training the other day and today, on Sunday and today, I didn't like not having right. You know, I, cause I didn't know where all the machines were. Oh, no. I didn't know. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, so I'm going to work the biggest, largest muscle groups I can to failure and I'm done, yeah. which is fine. But for you, like when you go in, because you're a lot, obviously I'm a lot like you. You're a lot like me. But like your brain can go so many different places, but to have it all zoned in that way. Um, so okay, so let's get back on track. Does does he have you do? Because you talked a lot about flexibility, mobility, and being limber. Uh, does he have you do any kind of mobility, flexibility? Well, work? he he has a, a warm up and a cool down. And I'll be honest, I have not done. I did the warm-up the first day, and I always do some type of cool-down, which is usually just stretching. Yeah, yeah he emphasizes the whole thing. Uh, a warm-up, which is real simple. It's it's less than five minutes. It's doing uh, uh, body weight squats, very slow. It's doing a, you take the, a band or a bar, the, like the, the PVC pipe some places have, and you just stretch yeah. it behind your head, yep. down your back, up in your front four or five times. And then I think there's some like pitcher stretches or something like that, and then you jump, then you jump right in and take yeah. off. Just and getting your body. Some stretching. Just getting your body ready to it. Because even for myself, um, and I do think that some mobility and some, some warming up is is good, but uh, like for myself, I just start out with a little bit lighter of a weight for an exercise maybe, and then I'll just go right into my heavier set. But, yeah, but He talks about that as well. Yeah, yeah and, that's, and again, I don't think that you have to do that every time. I think that people can be just can be safe if they use two sets at the heaviest weight they can as long as their form is immaculate. I think you really get into trouble when you have a cold, I shouldn't even say a cold muscle, but when you jump right into it and your form's like well, crap. This program stresses that too. He, he stresses do not do a weight um, that you can't keep form in. Yeah. If, if you can't keep the form through the whole set, then you're, then you're going too heavy. That's huge. So he stresses that. That's so big. And he, he, he had some real good articles about, you've probably seen this too, Eric, in gyms, the most 
abused exercises, the dumbbell curl. Guys want these big freaking jacks, right. and they walk around doing 400 sets of curls. But what I learned, your biceps can't outgrow your your, your chest or your exactly. shoulders. You have to do your whole, the, the large muscles, because a bicep is like a supporting cast type of a, a muscle. It does. It supports all the work for the larger else. muscles, yeah. Exactly. So I've learned that. And I, I, I was one of them guys. I went some big guns. I'd do curls and headbangers until I couldn't freaking move my arms. Sometimes that'd be a whole workout. Yeah. Now I've learned that you can't. No. You end your, now I end my yep. workout with three sets of curls or supersets to headbangers. And when I leave, I'm just as pumped up as when I did the whole, yeah. the whole thing. I mean, that's, and that's called an indirect effect. And that's true for the lower body and the upper body. So you can't outwork an opposite muscle group. You, you have, you have, it's yeah. even, everything is even. Um, and that, and that, I'm, I'm glad that he stresses that because like you said, because when you're doing a lat pull down, What's getting worked also secondary your your biceps. biceps. You know you're doing a row, same thing. When you're pressing anything, your shoulders and your triceps are getting hammered. So yeah, but by ta- overtaxing those smaller muscle groups because they are important. I know a lot of trainers who are like, I'll never train those because they're not important. They are important. They're still muscle groups. I don't think they need to be as worked to the extent that some people Single do. But so much. yeah, but but they they are. They're very important. Um, so you've had some uh, knee issues. Obviously, we talked yes. about some surgeries, low back surgeries out the wazoo. Six uh, knee surgeries, two replacements, back surgery, hand surgery. Yep. Yeah, lots of surgeries. So, but you're still you're extremely active. Yep. You bike, you hike. Uh, obviously, the two grandkids. Oops, sorry. Yep. Two grandkids keep you. Yes. You know, plenty. <laughs> so, so with that being said, this kind of of a plan or what you're doing now keeps you in shape and healthy to do those other kind of things, right? Oh, yeah. And and the doctor, he stresses that you have a day that you just go do something else. Well, right now in my second yeah, my second week, uh, it's called a free day, but you have you have to do act one hour of some type of an activity, whether it be basketball, uh, biking, which I don't have to be told. I do that anyway. Yeah. But this is, you know, this he structured this for people who probably haven't done a lot of, yeah. uh, which I don't know how somebody in good shape. I don't know how anybody that's not in good shape couldn't get through that kettlebell. But after I got through that first one, I was like, how in the hell can some 260-pound <laughs> guy that's, you know, been so right. I get up, you couldn't do it. There's no way. <laughs> because I'm in pretty good shape and I barely made it through the last, the last push-up I did. Yeah. I could hardly do. I yeah. mean, that was, I was screaming. I almost had tears in my eyes. <laughs> I don't know how somebody who's not in shape could do it. But, so, so those, but he wants to push, you know. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's, but those all, but those uh, free days, like you said, those are, those are a scheduled break day also, yes. basically. Go out and yeah, do something else. Don't, don't, don't do go in the gym. You don't at all. He stresses that. You do the, That's big. stick to the program. Stresses rest. Yeah. Um, what, what, what's your mind like during those, like the, the free days? Because I know that you're the other day you were dreading going to the gym, and I I kind of enjoy those days where it's like, you know that's gonna happen. Yeah, I then, love going. Yeah. I love the day where it's the squat, the deadlift. Oh sure. The bench press. Yeah. The uh, wide grip pull down, and then the super. I love like the I, big I five. can't wait to get there. But this kettlebell thing's kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost cried today because I thought I had to go today. I was looking like, oh my God, but I remember it was Did you Monday, try talking so like, me out of going to the gym? Yeah, I thought it was Tuesday. It's like, oh. We can stay at the Grove Park yeah. and have another beer. Yes. <laughs> Let's do three more beers. Yeah, but no, it's it, it's it's a, uh, it's a fantastic program. If you want something structured that not only deals with your body, mm-hmm. but your mind and soul and spirit, everything encompassed. And I have it. 
You know, I have not every morning got up, and it's only a week I've already failed. I haven't got up every morning mm-hmm. and done my, my because uh, I stayed like I stayed in overnight in Morganton one night where I worked, so I didn't have my stuff with me. Yeah, and that that's life, so that's going to happen. Yep. But overall, I'm, I'm going to stick with it, and like the meal, I've already slipped on the meal plans today. You know, that just that's life. But you, you have to have a target and a goal. And for me, if it's written down and already done for me, yeah, I don't have to think about any of that crap. I know. Tomorrow night, where I'm, you know, what I'm going to do tomorrow, I pretty well know I'm going to eat tomorrow. Yeah. So, it's it's a it's a fantastic program. If if you're over forty or in your fifties, you want something, especially if your life, especially if your life is very busy, because obviously, even my buddies who have kids now who are my age, they even say, man, like once you have one, when you have one kid, yeah. it's hard. But then you have two and three kids, it's like nearly impossible. That's something I forgot to tell you about the program. You have three different meal plans and three different exercise plans. Or no. Yeah, two different exercise plans. One for if you have access to a gym. One if you don't, which I have access, so I do the weight, you know, the, the weight training along with that. But but in uh, if you don't have access to the gym, he has a dumbbell routine that you do. Okay. Um, and then the meal plan, he has three meal plans. I do the one that's called on the go for guys that have to get up early yep. and get their butt to work. So you have that. Uh, for that, he says this. What he what he recommends for that is a, a protein shake. Get your protein shake in the morning. You're out the door, and then do your healthy snacks, and you're, you're playing your meals for the day. But then he has, like, for a guy that would work out of his house, it's a whole different meal plan. Oh, yeah. Because you have more time to, to, to plan and structure. Then he has a third one, I think, is like a mix if you're, you know, sometimes you're home, close sometimes to home you're kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, me, I get up at 545 every day, and I'm out the door by, by 620. So I don't, I'm not going to get up at 4 o'clock to cook, make my breakfast. Sure. You know, so I, I like to shake, and... And, you know, you show me the the casserole thing, so I'm going to start doing some more uh, yeah. Sunday planning, prepping for the week. Prepping That's big. key, I think. I mean, even if it's one meal. Yep. Even if it's one meal, you have that done. And then, after a month, that just becomes routine. So then, you, you have that routine down. So, okay, then you prep another meal. After 30 days, that becomes routine. But uh, uh, that's a good point to bring up. Like, just the, the busyness of life, everything else can take precedence over, over your health. But your health... It should be number one, because otherwise, like, how? What good are you going to be to your your grandkids, to your the rest of your family? You know, you're better at work, you're better at home, the whole nine yards. Yeah, he 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 talks about that. But one one thing I've always, I want to, you know, in in 15 years I'm going to be 70, which is hard for me to say. Oh. But let's just go 10 years. <laughs> yeah, relax. Oh my God. Jeez. <laughs> 10 years I'm going to be 65. That sounds a lot younger. I'll, I'll do that one. 65. <laughs> You know, my grandson's going to be 13. Hopefully, you'll give me a couple grandsons. We'll see what something. happens. We'll see what happens. And then, uh, and then uh, I've got my, my, uh, my five-year-old granddaughter will be 15. I want to go backpacking with them. I want to go mountain biking with them. I want, yeah. You know, I want to be able to be really active, play baseball, softball, basketball with them. Right. And, uh, you know, kick my grandson's ass at basketball like I have you your whole life. So. Okay. All right. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still on top. I retired oh, on top. Uh, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so, but no, you're right. That's everything that you do should be like thinking, like thinking towards the future. It's not just now. All these things are going to benefit you down the road. But, um, I'm I'm just, you know, it, and this isn't going to be the, the last time you change, you know. Things are going to adapt. In that 15 years, you're going to have to back off. Actually, I've got a podcast scheduled for Wednesday with a guy who is in his 70s. I think he's 78. And he still strength trains. He does like a, a four-day split. And he, he writes a, I think it's an article called uh, Master Trainer. But he's a, he's a 
Yeah, I think your body will respond as long as you keep doing it. Yeah, so he just, he just, but it's such a part of his overall lifestyle. And so our podcast is going to be about how it's changed. Because he's been doing it since he was, what, 13. Yeah. So well, he he's had a li- literally a lifetime of change, and we're going to talk about that. So this isn't going to be the last time you change. It's going to adapt, but it's going to be it's like where you are right now, and then you're going to think long term. There's still some things as far as lifestyle habits for health. I haven't like on the weekends I'll sleep in, and I want to get to the point where I get up and go for a three or four or five mile walk Saturday and Sunday morning. Yeah. I want that to be a part of my uh, part of my lifestyle. Sleeping's so good though. It is. And it's good for you. That's it what makes it bad. Oh, then you I, think, I, then you think like, oh man, if ten hours is good, fourteen hours has, has to be better. better. <laughs> no, I do get, I, I get a minimum, bare yeah, minimum you, of seven hours. A you night. sleep really sleep. good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no problem. Well, it's good, pops. Uh, I'm glad we did this. So, um, good workout today. Good podcast. Good workout. Let, <laughs> there we go. Let's go uh, have a beer. To celebrate. Let's have a beer. Okay. Yeehaw.